This is Dr. Holly Lucille's Mindful Medicine. Here's Dr. Holly Lucille. Hi, my favorite mindful listeners. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with us. Listen, I know this is an evergreen show and you could be listening to it any time of the year, but I got to tell you what's coming up right now in the minute is holiday season. Yes, yes, yes. We have an absolute bona fide holiday season, starting with that October holiday and then it moves on to our November holiday into December, January. I mean, I could go on and on and on, I think all the way to Mother's Day. Um, and usually what happens during these festivities and celebrations, there's a lot of food and it's the best subject food when we're talking about being mindful. So today we're going to be having a guest on. She's a PhD. Her name is Dr. Felicia Stoller to help us manage these incredible holiday feasts. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's the author of Living Skinny in Fat Jeans, The Healthy Way to Lose Weight and Feel Great, which was featured in USA Weekend among the top must-have books in 2011. And so much more. Dr. Stoller, thank you so much for being here. Help us out. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. One of my favorite subjects to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. You know, I know I'm a practicing clinician. I have a lot of people, um, and I don't really dive in at the beginning of each, you know, consult, but I, I do end up asking, you know, if they haven't said it as one of their chief complaints or healthcare desires, you know, do you have a desire to lose weight? And I just have to tell you, nine out of every 10 person that walks through my door says yes, that there is a desire to lose weight, that people are not at their ideal weight. And so, you know, that I think in our uh, modern day society, there's a lot of contributing factors of why that is. But then, as I said, we roll around to these feasts that we have during the holiday. And it seems like it's just such a struggle and a setback for folks. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, like you said, I I think it starts at Halloween and it goes on. Like you were talking about even through Mother's Day. I mean, you could argue then it's Father's Day, then it's Fourth of July. I mean, maybe August. It doesn't really oh, stop. No, we've got like, we've got Labor Day, you know, like yeah. that's sometimes in, in August or September. Maybe August is the only month where there isn't a big holiday, but then it's summertime and barbecues and, you know, there's just, there's just always a reason for us to overeat, right? It, there really is. I mean, there, it's just, it's one of those things I think, and drink, you know, to, to be honest, you know, I think I know people that are trying to decrease their alcohol intake, which of course, you know, increases empty calories and also decreases your ability to have discernment when it comes to what you're feeding yourself. And so there's always a reason to drink. There's always a reason to celebrate with food. Right, right, right. Absolutely. So, you know, my whole thing is, you know, like your your whole thing about being mindful, choosing wisely, recognizing that, uh, you know, there are different times and places, you know, like sometimes you can be in celebration mode, but then what are you doing the rest of the time when you're not in celebration mode? And then what are you doing to look at overall health and well-being and, you know, taking, and I, and I, you know, as a dietitian and exercise physiologist, you know, taking health into consideration is always very important and paramount, you know, as far as I see it, especially when you look at diseases that impact uh, our health and whether they be things that are going to shorten our lifespan or cause us to incur great medical expenses. I'm all about preventing disease. 
All right. So what are some of the tips around these holiday feasts that we can start talking about to offer our listeners how they can be empowered around these times? Because as we said, there's all I mean, even if it's, you know, the quote unquote holiday or winter holiday season right now, there's always there's always there's always an opportunity. Right. So, okay. so let's start with a few things. First, I'd like to start with encouraging people to consider the way that they eat on a regular basis, right? So when, even when you're going out to eat, um, there's some diet plans or sort of eating strategies that I like to recommend to people. So one would be eating mostly plant-based. I think that's really important. Uh, there are a few diets in mind that um, I, I recommend people may have heard about. One is the flexitarian diet which is uh-huh. sort of like being a part, part-time vegetarian. It's sort of what I've been doing for quite some time. One of my colleagues actually created it. I said to her, my goodness, you should have trademarked that word when you came out with your book forever ago. But, you know, that's eating predominantly plant-based foods with small amounts of animal source proteins, right? Uh, and what that's good for, helping uh, with heart disease, some cancers and type 2 diabetes, and, you know, in terms of reducing your risk for those illnesses. But again, you're eating well, you're eating foods that are good for your body, they're good for your mind. And speaking of mind, the next diet is the MIND diet, which is M-I-N-D. It's a combination of the DASH diet meets the Mediterranean diet. The two of them got together and they, instead of hyphenated, <laughs> they, they came together with the MIND diet. And, you know, I love it. that it's about eating, uh, you know, the 10 brain-healthy food groups, so it's green leafy vegetables and other vegetables, nuts, berries, beans, whole grains, fish, poultry, olive oil, and wine, you know, within moderation, of course. And then, you know, the five food groups that they want you to avoid, they encourage you to avoid red meats, butter, stick margarine, cheese, sweets, fried, or fast foods. So, you know, again, what are they looking at there? Uh, Trying to reduce risk for Alzheimer's disease. Again, trying to promote... Um, you know, heart healthy eating. And again, that's another way of eating. But I got to confess to you, I like red meat. I'm not giving up that or cheese. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I do butter over stick margarine. So I will add that. So, you know, that's not what I'm personally doing. But for some people, you know, I get that. And then the other thing just to, to talk about as an option is looking into fasting. I mean, I literally just got back from attending a fasting conference at USC, and it was a wonderful opportunity to look at the science and see where we are in the world of fasting, because let's face it, people have heard about things like intermittent fasting, time-restricted eating or time-restricted feeding, whatever you want to call that, um, calorie restriction in general, and uh, prolonged fasting are, you know, diets that are all the rage right now, and You know, the intermittent fasting, you know, it's some days on, some days off. Uh, Time-restricted eating is about eating within certain time frames, either 8 or 10 hours a day, and then not, you know, not eating, refraining from eating the other times of the day. And prolonged fasting is the one that I'm really excited about because, you know, what that's doing is basically giving people an opportunity to do a fasting-mimicking diet. So you feel like you're fasting. It was created by a researcher by the name of Walter Longo, and he was trying to do water fasting with people for five days. They just couldn't do it. He had a high dropout rate. Yeah. He wouldn't drop out after five days of just sure. drinking water. I know I couldn't. I could not handle it. But um, <laughs> what he found is that by creating this fasting mimicking diet, basically what happens is that your stomach sees food. You get to eat a limited amount of calories, but the cells see it as fasting because it's so 
tightly controlled in terms of not just the total calories you're eating, but the ratio of the macronutrients that you're eating, the amount of protein, fat, and carbohydrate. So the reason why people should do that is that it helps to protect lean body mass, it maintains healthy levels of metabolic markers, and increases the circulation of stem cells. So basically, you know, was... we, we have this opportunity to regenerate and, and rejuvenate stem cells and increase the circulatory levels due to autophagy. Yes. You know, so I'm very familiar with this research of, of uh, yes. the fasting mimicking diet. El Nutra, actually the company that has Prolon, which is the, the kit that you can actually purchase to Correct. help you through this five day um, is actually right down the street. So I went in and I, I talked to the researchers and I talked to the head researcher MD over there. But the fact that you can eat this little amount and the caloric burden the caloric restriction burden on the body is not enough, you know, where you don't, where you have this wasting and this, as you would say during a water fast is dropout rate because it's like, forget it. Um, but it does burden the body enough where it starts to actually create stem cells. Um, and, and, and really, you know, if you, if you look at the research on longevity and anti quote unquote anti aging, the most profound thing we can do is caloric restriction. Um, once again, not very popular in our culture. Or, you know, if somebody well, sees the cream, you know, yeah, they're going to go buy that. <laughs> I mean, our yeah. culture of yeah. access? Yeah. Yeah, but I also, what I also like is, like, unlike other meal plans, is that when you do the prolon, you can actually get everything sent to you. There's no thinking. You don't have to worry about it. It is laid out. And, and I did it myself. I did a first round of it uh, two weeks ago, and I lost six pounds in five days. And right after Thanksgiving, I'm going to give it another shot and and uh, see what my results are. But, you know, in an ideal world, you know, having gotten back from this conference, now what I would tell people to do is do the five days of the prolon, then go into sort of a time-restricted eating where you're only eating between 8 and 10 hours a day and use more of a flexitarian diet, right? Because prolon is a plant-based meal program, again, with limited, you know, with the with a, you know, tightly controlled amount of calories. But, you know, again, staying with the whole idea of eating plant-based the way the flexitarian diet is, I think that's a great way for people to go for overall health. I mean, if you think about it, heart disease is the number one killer in the United States. Of men and women. Cancer is up there, right? Of men and women. Although we all, we all hate hearing the C word, but you know, the truth is heart disease, hypertension, type two diabetes, which are all related to, you know, weight. But the truth is, um, you know, weight loss with prolon is really more about it's really, and, and the fasting mimicking diet is really more about longevity and other health benefits. Weight loss just happens to be a side effect. And that's sort of where, you know, and, and that's it with the same, with the other diets too. I mean, they're not so much focused on weight loss. They're about what can you do to eat for health. And, you know, and, 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 and eating is really important. And I don't want to forget the idea of, of physical activity being equally as important as the food you put in, what you're doing to your body in terms of exercise and, you know, moving muscles, because that is equally as important. More- 
more with Dr. Holly Lucille coming up. But first, I want to tell you about Anxiocom from Terry Naturally Vitamins. Terry Naturally specializes in bringing European-tested, unique natural medicines and proprietary custom formulations to the American consumer. So let me ask you this. Do you feel overwhelmed and anxious from time to time? I know it. We all do, but I've got something you're going to like. It's called Anxiocom, a supplement from Terry Naturally Vitamins. Anxiocom is clinically studied to quiet your nerves and relieve your occasional anxiety. It enhances restful sleep, promotes mental health, and emotional well-being. It's perfect for everyday use or occasionally when you need extra support. Anxiocom is non-drowsy, non-addictive, and safe. It provides relief when you need it without drowsiness or mental fog. So go to TerryNaturallyVitamins.com and enter promo code STRESS to get $7 off your box of Anxiocom. That's TerryNaturallyVitamins.com and enter promo code STRESS to get $7 off your box of Anxiocom. Now back to the Dr. Holly Lucille Show. You know, back to uh, just because I want to promise my listeners what I told them I was going to give them. But when we come to these these feasts that are coming up and then I mean, and there the research is there and I see it. Well, I see it anecdotally every year in my practice where um, there is an average of six to seven pounds of weight gain through these feasts and through the increase in libations and uh, stress and all the other things that come to the holidays. So perhaps what you're suggesting is that there is somewhat of a preparatory um, uh, uh sort of phase for perhaps understanding that as a as just in general you might increase your food and so participating in a fasting mimicking diet like a, a prolon um, before so I always liken it to a bank account right and I, I have said this many times and it, it's it fits for any clinical situation but I call it the bean bank and what I talk to people about is you know because they ask like how long do you think this is going to take and I'm like well Let's say you're in debt with your health, because usually when folks are coming to see me, they are. How do you get out of debt? You make more deposits than you do withdraws, right? So what right, we have to get right, busy right. doing is really understanding, well, what are your deposits? Where can we create these deposits? And then what are these withdrawals? And of course, there's always going to be automatic withdrawals with lifestyle and, you know, with almost anything. And we start doing that accounting in that way. And so I think that doing something with, as you said, like a um, fasting mimicking diet going into then a somewhat of a time restricted diet. So only limiting yourself to that eight to 10 hours and have that nice big 12, 16 hour fast at night. Um, will set somebody up for a huge deposit so they can afford the withdrawals during these more, uh, you know, family oriented festivities where there's a lot of food. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, I guess it's really about like also just understanding what your relationship with food is. Do you eat to live or live to eat? Right. Sure. Yeah. And I always you know. want to like look at somebody like they have seven heads when it's when they eat to live. It goes along with the category of when I get on a plane and I watch the person next to me, as soon as the plane takes off, they fall asleep. And as soon as the plane lands, they wake up and I'm like, how did you do that? That is fascinating. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
that, that is nothing that I am used to, nor can ever achieve. And I just, I look at them with awe and all I want to do is interview them and maybe even become like blood, blood, blood brothers or what have you, because I want some of that. <laughs> I know. Well, sleep's the other important factor too, right? You know, sleep and stress management and um, you know, if you look at things like the blue zones where people in the world live to be 100, they call it conviviality, feeling like a part of a community that's also really important for healthy living. So, you know, there are lots of components of sort of our of our lives to, to think about. Food is just one of many <laughs> aspects of it. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, when it comes to fasting, I just have to say, um, just if we go back on this, uh, there there seems to be a lot of myths uh, and misconceptions when, when people hear the word fasting. Right, right, right. Yeah, so absolutely. So people think, you know, fasting is an unnatural thing for people to do. And the truth is humans have been doing it forever. We've all evolved from people that survive feast or famine, right? You know, the sure. man, they, well, first of all, the plants don't run away, but if they ate animals, you know, they, they sure. didn't kill them every, they didn't necessarily kill them every day. So, you know, they would eat something a little hearty and then perhaps go a few days without eating. And five of the major world religions also still practice fasting as part of their religious observance. So, you know, if you think about that, humans have been doing that for quite some time. There's a myth that fasting is unhealthy. Again, we know that that is not the case. There's a myth that fasting causes muscle wasting. Again, not the case. I think it depends on ultimately how long you're fasting for. I mean, if you're going to go on a uh, I don't feel like eating or drinking for 30 days fast, yeah, of course, your body's going to start breaking itself down. But when done within one of the fasting methodologies that we discussed earlier, the intermittent fasting, time-restricted eating, or the prolonged fasting, um, those are definitely ways that you are not going to have any muscle wasting. Um, you know, the, there's a myth that, you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I think for kids, it is. I think for adults, not so much. I mean, even if you ask most teenagers, and I know, you know, my, my teenagers and myself, I'm not hungry till 11 or 12 o'clock a day. That's just the way my natural circadian rhythm is. So that's where, again, I think that time-restricted eating can come in handy for a lot of people. But, you know, young kids in school, and probably I'd even have to argue that college students do need some energy to, you know, calories to fuel their brains and their brains are still developing and learning. And so I, I'd want to make sure that they're well fueled to learn. And that, you know, another myth is that eating after fasting, any calories that you eat turn into fat and that couldn't be any further from the truth. You know, what happens is the foods that we eat get used in the body in the way that they need to be used. So carbohydrates go into glucose, uh, turn into glucose and glycogen, right, from the muscle storage form or the liver storage form of carbohydrates in the body. Protein is used for cell and membrane use and muscle muscle use. So um, it's part of structure in the body. And then, you know, fat is also part of membranes as well. And it's also used for storage. And we should not forget that we need fat in our diet in order to carry fat-soluble vitamins A, D, E, and K. They're carried into the body on lipids and they're stored in the body in fat stores as well. Dr. Felicia Stoller. Unbelievable. Thank you so much. Um, so I will see you next year at the USC. Um, uh, that, that was its first conference and I, I, I live Correct. right down the street and I, yeah, I read about it. And so, um, I'm really interested because I think that this world 
of research right now is very robust uh, talking about fasting. Um, so folks, listen, the holidays are coming up. And as uh, Dr. Suller and I mentioned, <laughs> when any, any time of the year that you're listening to this, there's a holiday and there's probably an opportunity to overeat. Uh, with feasts. Um, and so think about the mindfulness of it all. Of course, understand how you are with food. Great point. Uh, you can get more tips and tricks in all things nutrition from uh, Felicia Stoller at www.feliciastoller. That's S-T-O-L-E-R.com. Think about perhaps really adding some deposits to your bean bank. So Prolon is an uh, um, uh, fasting mimicking diet that you can get. It sort of is very easy peasy, walks you through it for five days. Um, wonderful benefits that doing about once a month or so. Uh, and yeah, there you have it. So we're going to be mindful about our eating this season and then some. Dr. Stoller, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, mindful listeners, we're going to see you next time.